Jazzcast Pros. Welcome back to Beauty Boss Millionaire. I'm your host, Felicia Fricasi. And the objective of today's episode is really just to talk on how to use business lines of credit. A lot of people are asking a lot of questions about this. How do they get their hands on the money? And then once they do get their hands on the money, how to use it. Welcome back to the Beauty Boss Millionaire podcast with daily on-the-go episodes packed with testimonies and business tips to help you create financial freedom through entrepreneurship. Hosted by the owner of Fercasi Lashes and the Blow Dry Lounge, the Beauty Boss Millionaire herself, Felicia Fercasi. Well, first, let's just quickly jump into it. If your business regularly requires access to funds to meet short-term capital needs to manage the business on a day-to-day capital requirements, then you want to apply for this line of credit. It makes sense. For example, you might be you know, making sales and you're doing well, but you're getting paid later on. So you need to something to offset the time that the payment actually comes in from the person or the vendor, or just straight up cash management, cash flow, payroll, whatever it is. Or you might need a line of credit for a marketing campaign to attract a new customer and expand sales. And obviously you could pay it off quickly because the campaign would potentially generate revenue. If you're smart and wise, this is like one of those things you have to know what you're getting yourself into. We talked about what you'll need when you apply, you know, your business license, tax returns, two to three months worth of bank statements, a business bank account, standard financial documents like a profit and loss statement, a P&L, an AR, AP, cash flow, and whatever else. And you should be prepared to discuss just the specifics of the business and, you know, you want to be able to just talk to the lender about basically how you can secure this and how they should feel confident on you giving them this loan. So if there's any other documents that you need to bring, bring it in. And maybe even just have your accountant or CPA ready to break things down if needed. Once you're approved, they open up the account. They tell you your limit for your line of credit. Don't go crazy because you're going to have to pay this back. And there's obviously daily interest rate that's accruing and it's based off how much you take out. So this is just the opposite where you don't want to take out everything. You want to only take out what you need because then you're going to have to pay it back with some interest. So one of the things to keep this line of credit going is periodically pay down your balance and avoid keeping your average running balance near your credit limit. So keep it low. Don't go to the max Keep it as low as possible. Only take out what you need to pay things. This will show your lender that you know how to leverage the value and the flexibility of this line of credit. The second thing that I want to speak on is using your line of credit to cover operating losses or creating, you know, to to help clear a deficit is not the best option. You don't want to do this. It will make the repayment very difficult. So don't use your line of credit to cover a loss. Do not do that. You need to get to the bottom of the problem. Not always just try to cover it up with the extra money from the line of credit. Because remember, in business, you shouldn't be having a lot of losses. That means you're doing something wrong or maybe you're moving too fast or maybe you're not marketing correctly. There's a whole lot of things that can go into as to why you're losing money. And you have to stop the bleeding immediately before you're just throwing money. Because soon you're going to owe that lender money and you're going to be out of luck. Meaning that you're going to be out of that line of credit and you're going to be in debt. So as soon as you notice it, 
let it go. And I'll just speak to this. You know, I had a store that wasn't doing its best. It wasn't anything wrong with what I did because I did the same recipe in all stores. It just was a poor market. And we even did market research. We had everything ready to go. We did our advertising. And we just noticed that the store was just struggling. It literally was like dying. And sometimes our pride will make us want to keep and hold on to a project. But I'll tell you right now, if it is dying and you see the numbers consistently go down after like three months are going down, you're losing six months. Uh Uh-uh. It's time to cut the operation loose. Let me tell you something. Don't feel bad. Big multi-million dollar businesses do this all the time. If you're familiar with a lot of grocery stores, if they're starting to notice that there's a lot of stealing, there's a lot of like things that aren't going right in the area, in that store, in their business model, or if if the store is just constantly losing money, I've seen it happen with Walmart. I've seen it happen with Wegmans. I've seen it happen with Price Right. I've seen it happen with Publix. If the store is not profiting and they're losing because of the area or because of the sales are down or just because it might be hard to get to, little small things that can help factor into why the store is losing money or why the business is losing money, they simply cut it off and they move on to another operation. And a lot of times people get stuck here. They just will just think they failed. And it's not that they failed. It just wasn't the right recipe. It wasn't the right lineup. It could be you have a great product, but you're in a poor location. Maybe that product should be online. Or maybe it could even be where you're doing everything right, but it's not the right demographic. Or it could even be that you're moving a little too fast. You're hiring too many people too soon and things are going in the red too soon. I've always been a big advocate. If you're starting off a small business, you should be the person doing most of the work to keep expenses low because your time Obviously, you don't have to pay yourself because your pay will be when people come in and pay. But once you start to expand, you get really busy, you can't handle the traffic, that's when you add on a second and a third person. So just keep that in mind. You don't want to be always going into the red. Lastly, I want to mention this. This is a little trick that a lot of people know about. The last thing I want to go over is something that some people don't realize that they want to time this down and be very strategic about when applying for your capital needs. So you want to think about when the best time of year to do this. Because if you apply for a line of credit prematurely and your cash flow is low, you're in a place where it's going down, all the numbers every month are repeatedly going down, you might want to wait to do this. Wait until the numbers go up. You know, I know when my busy season is, it's always in the spring and summer in certain locations, and sometimes it's in different seasons and different places. But lenders are more inclined to grant a credit line when the business cash flow is really strong and your numbers look good. So be strategic about when you're going to ask for money. You know, when you were a kid, you know, when your mom was in a good mood, you've been, you've been doing everything right. You've cleaned your room. You've done all the dishes. You're saying, all right, I've been a really good kid. Now let me go ask my mom for this or for that. And because you've had a good history and you've built yourself up to be the shining star, your mom or your dad might be more likely to say yes. So think of it like that. Now, you know, if you've been being bad, you don't been on punishment or being been grounded, it's not the time to ask for $100. It's not the time. They're going to say no. So just remember that. Let your track record of your business stand for itself and have your numbers really strong. So we're going to wrap it up. We've kind of just gone over those things. It's really important that you are paying attention to these things so you can be successful in your business. And again, I thank you all for just listening in. And I know you're serious about your business, especially if you're listening in this far and you are just writing down notes and just really, I really hope that you do homework after we have these little sessions and talk, because I'm telling you, business is not easy 
and I'm here to help. I'm here to give all my knowledge. I've been through it. I've been in the same exact shoes that you've been in. I understand everything that you're going through with your business, the ups and the downs, the highs and the lows. You're doing well one minute, next minute, you don't want to do it at all. I've been there before and I've made it out on top. And that's why I'm here just to talk about it. Up next, we're going to be talking about SBA loans, part one and part two. Stay tuned for this. If you can download it, please download it. SBA loans are something that you can actually get started on with your business and that will help your business long term especially if you're expanding. Thanks for tuning in to Beauty Boss Millionaire. Also, if these are really helpful, please review, rate, and share, or just send the link to someone who may need this. See you tomorrow.